Good evening. I'm Dr. Adam Sheck, the Passion Doctor, and thank you all so much for joining this Create a Passionate Life call. I'm grateful and I admire your motivation, your commitment to having the life you desire, creating the life you desire, a more passionate life. For those who aren't familiar with me and my work, I became known as the Passion Doctor because as a psychologist, I initially built my practice, my counseling practice, working with couples and supporting them and bringing back the passion to their relationships. And uh, they created more connection, more intimacy, more romance, more sexuality. And that seemed to be the focus. People, sex is a, a hot word, a buzzword. And so to me, though, passion is so much more than sexuality. And my work really began to expand as I promoted more of this into supporting my clients and creating more passion in love, in romance, as well as in friendship and in work. Having that passion for who you are, what you do, expressing it. And that passion really comes when your inner life matches your outer life when what's going on in the inside is congruent with what goes on in the outside, then you're living that authentic life and you've got passion, you've got energy, you've got a focus, you've got fuel to really propel you deeper into the life that you desire, the life that you deserve, and and you can create a more meaningful life, a deeper life for yourself. I'm working on another uh, blog post at my Passion Doctor website uh, on meaning and meaning in the second half of life especially, which I can relate to because that's where I'm at and some of you are as well. But meaning is meaning regardless of where you are in your life. So that really is the work I do with my clients, supporting them in getting to know themselves, connecting to their bodies, connecting to their emotions and their feelings. So many of us uh, lose that connection over time either because of Uh, poor parenting, because of trauma in life, because of abuses, because of horrible things, or sometimes just mellow things, sometimes because of neglect. We aren't seen, and it doesn't seem so horrible, and yet to not be seen is, is to be invisible is such an excruciating thing. So I work with uh, my clients to get to know themselves, share themselves with others, because that's what I call intimacy, knowing yourself, learning more parts of yourself, and sharing that. whether it's in a romantic relationship or another, whether it's our friendships or the people we work with. But that's the, the people that we want to build those lifelong connections with. You can learn more about my work at thepassiondoctor.com. Doctors spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R. You can subscribe to my free Passion Doctor newsletter there, download my special reports on relationship, 20 rituals for romance, as well as my special report on Life Purpose, The Secret to Owning Your Mission. I've got a bunch of other freebies there as well. And if uh, you get a sense of myself through these calls, through my writing, through my videos, and you want to find out if you'd like to work with me, if we can uh, be a team to really move you forward in your life, you're also welcome to schedule a complimentary consultation uh, there as well. So today I usually begin these calls, which I love to have be interactive where you're on the call and asking me things and sharing things but I start with with a little talk on some area and the one I'm going to talk on today um, applies to romantic relationships personal relationships as well as to to business ones but I'm focusing on on uh, romantic relationships in this it was just Valentine's Day again a an authorized holiday that for the most part that I can tell really disappoints and shatters people 
uh, unfortunate but true. My my uh, business goes way up after Valentine's Day, not complaining, but also not happy that people are disappointed, not from something on the inside, but something from the outside. Anyway, not uh, wanting to rant too much about those hallmark moments. But I do want to, to speak to the fact that couples are always seeking to connect with each other, and I think that's really the biggest issue in in uh, couples' work, in coaching or counseling couples, is is to get them back into connection. So couples are always making attempts to connect. They're making verbal attempts. They're making nonverbal attempts. And uh, uh, Dr. John Gottman, who is a world-renowned couples researcher, really calls these attempts bids for emotional connection. And a bid can be anything. It can be a question. It can be a look. It can be an affectionate touch. It could be opening the door. Uh, literally, you know, opening the, the door to a car, to a, to a door, but anything that opens a door to connection. And uh, Gottman's research reports that a couple that's happy make as much as 100 bids for connection just over the course of a meal. How we respond to those bids is really a huge key to having a successful relationship. Gottman's research indicates that husbands who eventually were divorced ignored the bids from their wives 82% of the time compared to 19% for men in stable relationships. Women who later divorced uh, ignored their husband's bids 50% of the time, while those who remained married only disregarded them 14% of the time. So it's really important, and he's got a lot of solid research in studying healthy couples, which are different than the couples that come to see me who are really in deep pain and anguish and have been living uh, unhealthy, dysfunctional patterns for a long time for the most part. So three possible responses to a bid for connection. The couple can move towards each other, they can move away from each other, or they can move against each other. So of course, moving toward, that's the positive reaction. That's what we really want, and research shows that over time, couples develop stable, long-lasting relationships if they do this, if they move toward each other. They can access humor, affection, interest in each other during conflict and really let that be the superordinate goal of that and and not take things as personally. They stay connected. They don't let those temporary negative feelings destroy the relationship. So that's the healthy response, the one we want to promote and practice moving toward. The next is moving away. Moving away is essentially ignoring or avoiding the bid or acting preoccupied or, or stonewalling. And a consistent turning away response will lead to defensiveness. And it's really seen in uh, many uh, couples who divorce early in their marriages, the moving away. Moving against, even taking it up a notch. Now these are couples who turn against each other in their bids for connection. And they appear to be more argumentative, more critical, more sarcastic. And this style really leads to the divorce, uh, the majority of divorces, according to Gottman, but not as quickly as those who, who turn away from bids. It's still attention. It's still interaction, and that seems to be a little more compelling than being totally ignored. Um, so it's really we get, into this, we get into the habits, and once a couple gets into the habit of rejecting each other's bids for connection, they tend to give up on rebidding or resuming efforts to connect. And in stable marriages, spouses will rebid about 10% of the time. If couples are heading toward divorce, separation, there's rarely any rebidding. 
So it's really important, really important that couples practice these behaviors. It really metaphorically deposits goodwill into that emotional bank of the relationship, and we can bank those credits and use them for when we have tough times. So bottom line, moving toward is really a a strong basis for emotional connection, as well as a tool for sustaining the passion, the romance, and a healthy sex life in your relationship. So that's my thought for the day on on, uh, bids for attention, moving toward each other. So now I, I open it up to the listeners, to the audience here. What are your questions? What are your challenges? Whether it's in your romantic relationships and personal life, whether it's in your business life, career, getting clarity into what you want to do with your life, how can I support you is my question. And if you type in on your phone five star, five asterisk, it will raise a virtual hand and I can unmute you and we can talk a little bit about whatever it is. And we've got plenty of time um, and opportunity because we do this call every week. So anyone interested today? I've had many shy people over the last few weeks, and yet some have stepped up and hopefully gotten some good feedback. We record the call, so you can listen to it again as well, and sometimes the information seeks in a little deeper. So anyone interested in talking? Anyone interested in asking a question or making a statement or finding challenges? Five star. Uh, it seems to be another shy night. I'm grateful for the regulars. I can tell who calls and, and keeps calling in, and uh, I don't want them to feel put upon. I, I hope some of the new callers would uh, get a little courage and call, but. Apparently not. I will give you a a countdown, a three countdown, before we wrap up then. And uh, hopefully the information I shared about uh, bids for attention will be helpful for people on the recording. But anyone is invited to to raise your hand. Five star. I'm not seeing it in case your phones are not working. I see one here. Let me unmute. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I'll I'll go. I don't I don't really have a question, but it's maybe a, a comment, like you said. It's like I tend to like. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm here. Yep. Okay. I said I don't know if you heard before. I said I just have a comment. You know, I don't I don't um, you know the part about what you said about. Um, shutting down. Maybe I think I think I, I I'm guilty of that. Like um, I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm not even in a relationship right now, but I'm guilty of um, any um, shutting down. Well, maybe it's, I guess, because I was in like a relationship with a narcissist, so that tends to shut me down instantly, which sure. makes it even worse for them. I, I think like that type of personality just makes it makes them more angry and. Uh, I think I, I think I, um, that happened to me sort of recently. Not not a relationship, but a working um, relationship um, mm-hmm. for a, a a nonprofit, and the the work was completely free. I mean, it was a friend of mine, and I worked like for a whole month on this uh, oh. website, mm-hmm. and uh, the the guy turned out the um, the one in charge was 
terrible. Um, second time I talked to him on the phone, he was, you could tell he was very narcissistic. I mean, so he was ripping it. Why is it like this? Why is it like that? I mean, there was just no appreciation or anything. And I just completely shut down, which made it worse. <laughs> so I, mm-hmm. which he uh, told the other person that I went into, what did he call it? Radio silence. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So, so quickly, I ended up backing out of the project. But, you know, so I just didn't want to. I didn't want to even deal with it, but well, it's, it's I guess that, that, that's what I'm guilty of. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's guilt as much as, um, you know, you, you were entering the relationship in goodwill. I think it's about setting uh-huh. up healthy boundaries. I'm here mm-hmm. giving yeah. up my time to a nonprofit, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm casting pearls before swine, which is probably a dated remark, but I'm, I'm old, mm-hmm. so I can say it. Yeah. But it's, yeah. you know, there, there's that piece about narcissism is – um, and all of us have some uh, narcissistic wounds of not being seen as children, and, and mm-hmm. the deeper one can create uh, uh, more rigidity in us, and we want to be heard, we want to be seen. And this person mm-hmm. had that issue, except they play out in a way that pushes people away, so it's self-perpetuating, so they want to be seen, but their behavior makes sure they're not seen, and they want to be seen mm-hmm. even more, so they push even harder, and then it it alienates, and then you yeah. get triggered from your own uh, issues, which we all have them. And it's like, I'm not here to be abused, so I'm going to button down because, like a turtle, I'm safer in my shell than than just hanging out there, like, taking on more anger, more frustration, more, mm-hmm. call it abuse. So, you know, you're not guilty of right. anything. It's just learning uh, a more skillful response in terms of how to um, how to set the boundaries. It's like, I'm here for this. I'm available for this. If your tone goes to this, we probably aren't going to talk. If you can't mm-hmm. be courtesy and kindness, we're probably not going to talk. It it really, again, goes into uh, John Gottman, who I, I spoke to before, talks about the four horsemen of the apocalypse, uh, which he calls the big uh, destroyers of relationships. And one of them is criticism, when we're mm-hmm. critical of our partner. Another is contempt. Contempt is like criticism to the hundredth degree because now it's not just what you're doing is bad, you're bad. And it, it just, you know, that's mm-hmm. the eye rolling. That's the, the whole piece. There's defensiveness, which gets triggered when we're criticized, which is, is where you uh, perhaps go on that, as well as stonewalling, when we just shut down, mm-hmm. just pretend mm-hmm. nothing happened because we have to protect ourselves. So really to just take a breath in those moments, remember who you are. I'm a good person. I'm a kind person. I'm a giving person, giving back to this, this nonprofit community. And mm-hmm. if I can't deal with this person, then there's another community that can appreciate me. There's another friend that can mm-hmm. appreciate me. There's another partner that can appreciate me. There's another uh, career, job, job offer, whatever that can appreciate yeah, me. Yeah, right. You know, it's not that well, we I'm, yeah, we we have to own our contribution to these things, but it sounds like in this case, uh, your contribution was sticking around maybe a little too long. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I quickly I didn't realize it at the the minute the time. I mean, I was sort of warned about this person's personality, and I thought, well, it's all I could deal with it. I've dealt with worse, you know. Yep. And um, but I quickly found out that uh, well, all three of us that were on the team sort of together have all three left this person. So he's he's pretty much on his own now with nobody to help. And so then I learned right after that that 
this guy has pretty much got on everybody's bad side. So, I mean, like all over the country wow. and nobody wants to work with him. So it just, but it just, I said, you know, I felt like I was talking to my ex-husband. So I thought I'm done. Well, that's the, that's the clue, my friend. Yep. It's when, when you're uh-huh. working with someone and it feels like someone that's hurt you before, uh, there's probably a clue that they have some of those mm-hmm. dynamics. It's right. like I, uh, uh, when I was interning for my uh, psychologist license, I spent a few years working in a, a drug treatment facility, and I learned a lot about that as well as uh, the the uh, residents. It was an inpatient. Mm-hmm. And, uh, whenever I've met anyone in my uh, outer world outside of that who reminds me of any of those clients, I usually have a clue that they're probably a drug addict or they have those kind of mm-hmm. addictive behaviors. Right. And nine times right. out of ten, I'm right. So it's really learning mm-hmm. lessons. Trusting your instincts, mm-hmm. trusting your intuition on, on what's going on. So good right. for you on that. I think it's great, and I appreciate uh, uh, your comment on this. It opened up a, a nice discussion that hopefully will help others. And does anybody else want to chime in on this? Uh, press five star, and, and you can make a comment on this as well if you're interested. Or ask another question. But thanks so much, Robin. I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. So anyone else, just five star. We've got a little more time. If you have a question, a comment, a comment on a comment, uh, it seems like Robin uh, has got the final word in this then because no one else is raising their hand. But I appreciate you all, and I do, no buts about it. So let us close for now. Uh, We'll have this call next week, same time, Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. I'm Dr. Adam Sheck, the Passion Doctor. I appreciate you all. If you have any questions or other comments, and you can always uh, submit questions and comments for the, for the call uh, at my website, thepassiondoctor.com, if you can't get there, or to my Facebook uh, page, which is facebook.com slash passiondoctor. Uh, you can contact me in either place, subscribe to my newsletter, get my special reports, and uh, schedule a complimentary consultation if that's appropriate. So thank you all for being on the call. I appreciate you all. Be well.